Right. We're doing uh, open calls tonight, and we got our friend Mike on the line, and he's got all kinds of good paranormal stuff he's going to share with us. So, uh, Mike, the floor is yours, and we are here for it. All righty. Yes. So, um, well, so my first story is, um, well, I'm from northern Illinois, so um, I'll get right into it. My, uh, in my little town, we got a little town. So like anytime anything happens, you know, the news is blowing up. People, people know what's going on. So I guess one day up in Chicago, like a car got stolen or something. And I guess there was like five guys in it and there was like a high speed chase going down South. And, uh, they they wound up accident on I think it was Arsenal or River or something like that. So they they got off and uh, they wound up flipping the car like on one of the side roads. And I mean, this is like a country area. I mean, it's like nothing but cornfields or it's like cornfields or like thick thick woods where like the water's like up to your knees so three of these guys got caught and then we had i mean i i got up at probably you know six o'clock in the morning for for work and i was like what the hell is going on i mean we got ems you got you got emergency response they had helicopters all over i'm like whatever is going on is serious. I was hitting up my dad. I'm like, Hey, check the news. Something serious is really going on. I mean, we got helicopters, police. We got, we got shit. We got some serious shit going on. I went to work, you know, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They caught these guys. You know, one guy was hidden out in the barn and then the other guy got caught in someone's house in Wilmington. And somebody actually, got caught in Wilmington and somebody like blew a hole through a wall with a shotgun and said, (laughs) Hey, Hey man, come out right now. And they're like, you're going to shoot me. Boom. Blew a hole through the wall and said, if you don't come out, I'm going to blow your head off. Like get out. And that's how they caught the one dude. So then my, so then my mom, she knows some, some people in the, uh, you know, like the emergency response crews, you know, like the, the, the disaster people. And she said there was seven guys that said they were out in that, that little thicket. I mean, you're talking about like the woods drop off from the road about a good eight feet. So there's about, you know, two feet of water. And they were going through it. And at this time, you know, there were some dry spots, you know, it was a lot of like, you know, ruffled wood, but some water. And she said that there was a group of like, you know, three guys with AR-15s are looking for these guys and they're like going through there and they're, and they're looking for these guys and they're like, Hey, I, I see a little movement ahead and they're like, let's go. That must be our guy. So they rolled up and they're like, they're like, Hey, that looks, that, that guy looks really fucking big. 
and they're like, and, and, you know, they're keeping it quiet. They're, they're, they're down, you know, they're, they're doing a thing they're they're moving. And the guy's like, this guy is supposedly armed. And they're like, all right, we can't play this anymore. And they're like, Hey, blah, blah. They raise their arms at him. They're like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. You know, I guess they, they address themselves as police or whatever they were. They said this thing turned and just started booking through the woods. And they said it looked like a guy that was eight foot tall in a ghillie suit just ripping through the woods. They said it, it, it was just like boom, 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 right through the woods. And they were like, they were calling in. They were like, we got a suspect on the run. We got a suspect on the run, all this stuff. And they said about no more than a few minutes later, they're like, no, 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 we got we got the suspect. He was in someone's house a few miles away. And they're like, no, 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 we had we had this big mug. He was running through he was running through the woods full speed, blah blah blah. He was he was a monster in full ghillie suit and everything. And they're like, Nope, we found one guy in the barn, we found another guy in the house. And they said this guy, this guy. They said this guy had to weigh five hundred pounds, been about seven foot five. That's and massive. They said, they said, you're talking about, you know, even in the dry spots, you know, you're talking about five, six inches of water, you know, may, maybe, maybe a few inches here and there. But they said it was some muck. They were like, you're, you're not running through that. They said this thing just hauled off and just boom, 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 boom. They said it was out of sight in, a, in just like seconds. And they said it was humongous. They said it looked like two guys in a ghillie suit. That is <laughs> That's crazy. I love it. It's so wild. And it had to, I mean, and, the way that it was. Things now. Listen to this on Facebook. It came up as, you know, oh, some rangers spotted a, or you know, some people spotted a Bigfoot in Wilmington, and then boom, it, it all switched. It got taken off Facebook. It was all over that. Oh, they found the two guys. They were hidden this and that. They were hiding in a barn. Blah blah blah. But yeah, my mom talked to the guys and they said this they said this son of a bitch. The one guy was like six three. He said this son of a bitch was a whole foot and a half taller than me. And he said he ran through the woods like it wasn't woods. Yeah, like he like it was something that he was used to, you know, sprinting. Yeah, and they said they were they said it was totally quiet. They were going they said you could hear you could hear the helicopter way off in the distance, you know, a couple miles off. And they said that that you could hear the helicopter, but they said they're going through, and they were they seen it, you know. They said you know, two hundred yards, and they're coming up on it, and they're like, they're like, oh, it looks like a couple of guys hiding under something, blah blah, blah. and then they're like. Hey, that thing turned, and they said it just 
they raised their arms at it, and then it just went boom. It was like it, it just shot into action and was gone. They were like, if we wanted to shoot it, we wouldn't have shot shit. That would be so terrifying to be out there because you're, you're already on edge. You know, you're out after a suspect who's supposedly armed and stuff, and then you stumble right onto a fucking Bigfoot. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal that just <laughs> runs to the woods like a freight train. Oh yeah, and I'm and I'm telling you, you know, I've I've been out there, you know, you know, I fish. I I I don't really hunt. I can, but I don't really do it, you know. But, you know, I, I go out there. I used to live in Vietnam with my dad. I I used to catch crocodiles for fun. So um, I've been out there, and even in Vietnam, even in Vietnam, they they had legends of Bigfoot. Oh, yeah, it's it's everywhere, man, like – our terrain down here isn't too much different, you know, from how you described uh, in Juliet. And they, we have ton, tons of sightings down here. Like my my oldest son swears up and down that he saw one when we were driving back to his mom's house one day. Like he, he still talks about it wide-eyed like like this legit took place. Like I saw this thing cross the, cross the road. Oh, 100%. I... Uh... I worked, like I said, I worked on the railroad with uh, a lot of guys. We, we were in, kind of like Kyle, you know, I, I was in charge of, uh, you know, cutting down trees and brush cutting and all that. So, you know, you talk to the guys about all these things. And uh, we had some guys there. There was these three brothers, real country guys. I mean, they'd go up to a shack way up way up north in wisconsin and they even told me a story it's they don't believe dog man but they were like yeah one day we were going to uh go get some beer you know at three o'clock in the morning and they were like we we're coming back down the road and there was a wolf literally from its tail was at one line and its nose was touching the other one. They said it had to be 12 feet long. I said, dude, that's not a wolf. And they're like, oh, yeah, it was. I said, was its, uh, was its neck way higher than its, than its buttocks area? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, probably about a good foot. But they were like, yeah, it was built up. It was real muscular. But they said it seen us, it looked at us, and it kind of just stopped and it walked off. And I was like, dude go online and look at a wolf wolves have a straight back i was like i'm telling you you've seen you've seen a dog man i'm like dog man ain't dog man ain't you know nine and a half ten feet from the butt to the head i mean i mean wolves right nobody wants to believe it until it gets up on its back legs and walks away yeah, and I, and I was telling them about it, and you know, they're like, no, no, you know, this and that. And I said, dude, a lot of people, you know, think dogmen are just wolves until they stand up. Yep. For and I sure. said, there, there's no, there's no way that because they were driving a Hummer, and they said that the thing was longer than the width of their Hummer. And That'd I said, be a dude. big fucking wolf. <laughs> and I, 
I said, I don't care if it's a timber wolf. I said, there's no wolf that is longer than the width of a Hummer. No. Yeah. And they were, yeah, I don't know, man, blah, blah, blah. And then the, and then the one, because I called him out on it. The one was like, yeah, one day he said, I was driving on the back roads, Joliet out out near uh, Shanahan, that's where there's a lot of, uh, like, cornfields. He said, uh, he said he was there, and he was just chilling. Him and some friends were smoking a little weed. And then I was like, oh, God, he's going he's gonna to pull the whole, maybe I was smoking. And he said, dude, I seen this thing come running out. And he said it ran right in front of the car. One bound, one foot in the middle of the street. The next foot was out in the cornfield. And he said, eight and a half foot tall. But he said, there was a pack of about 12 coyotes found it. And I said, well, I don't have, I don't know any stories of a Bigfoot doing that. But I said, I know coyotes will kind of pack up with the dog man sometimes. Yeah, I, I've heard that too. Oh, yeah. That's... It's pretty common with the dog, man, that they they seem to, especially coyotes for some reason, they it's almost like they lead the pack. Build, yeah, like a hierarchy. Oh, yeah. I mean, coyotes out in our area, they, I mean, they get ballsy. I, uh, you know, I, I get out there. I mean, I'm not a hunter, but I get out there three in the morning going out. I'll find a place on Google Maps and I'll go out there by myself looking for a fake for a place to fish. I have literally seen one coyote chasing down a buck in the mi- in the middle in the middle of the woods. So I mean, you know, coyotes they, they got some balls. Right. They'll, they'll get they'll get after it. But uh yeah, I guess uh to get to get to uh, my dogman story, I guess I guess you can't really call it my dogman story, but it is. I was there. It's my brother's dogman story. Okay. So we lived in Joliet, kind of close. I mean, it's on the border of Shanahan and Manuka. And if you don't know anything about Manuka. It's full of Indian, like, folklore. I mean, the school is called the Manuka Indians. So, I mean, I guess you could say it's kind of meant to be that there's going to be some dogmen in the area. Right. So, um, one day, my brother is uh, taking out our dog. We... My dad had um, a lot of exotic animals. He 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 uh, he had a lot of money at the time, so we had a lot of uh, exotic cats. Like my indoor cat was a lynx. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and we had a uh, we had a boar as a pet named Porky. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was a three hundred pound boar that I used to ride around. So 
you know, we didn't really think much, you know. So, I mean, one day my dad was like, my dad, my dad is a Tennessee, he's a Tennessee guy. I mean, like, in his eyes, uh, if, if it's living, you can shoot it and kill it. So, one day uh, my dad said, hey, so-and-so talking to my uh, brother take the dog out and we're living on an abandoned farm it was a farmhouse i mean full of acreage it was meant to be you know tilled and everything it was meant to be a farm but my dad didn't do anything anything like that he just turned it into a trucking company so it was just a giant open area i mean like as far as i could see it was just just open land i mean it was so clear like i'd i'd look out my out my window and there'd be deer four or five feet from my window so and i mean there was deer fucking everywhere so one winter um it was a pretty bad winter. I mean, we, we got some pretty good snow. So my, uh, my dad was like, Hey, Dan, let the dog out. So my, my brother's like 17. He smoked at the time. This is, you know, over 20 years ago. <laughs> so the way my house was, was the front door was always locked, but the back was how you came in, but because that's where you parked your cars. So my brother walked around the front of the house. He's smoking a cigarette. He's walking the dog and all that shit. Next thing you know, um, my brother blows through the back door. Just boom. He, I mean, he literally slips, falls, slides, closes the door. And he's like, there's a fucking werewolf outside. And, and, and at, at the time, I'm five, and I go, I, I, our dog is named Yoshi, because, you know, at the time, Mario Kart. Right I on. go, where's Yoshi? Where's Yoshi? And he opens the door, and the dog comes sliding in. And this is a dog that you almost had to pick up and carry into the house. He did not like being in the house. I mean, this dog came sliding on his ass through that front door he wanted to get in so bad. And my dad comes through and he's like, what the fuck is going on? My dad said, and, and my brother's like, there's a fucking werewolf in the in the front of the house. There's a fucking werewolf. I swear to God, there's a werewolf. He, and he's freaking out. And my dad was a very um, brutal type of guy. And he walked up and he popped him in the chest and he said, shut the fuck up and tell me what the fuck's going on. What do you got going on? And And he was about to tear up in the face. He said, there's a fucking werewolf. He said, I'm telling you, Dave, there's a fucking werewolf out front. And my dad was like, man. And my mom's like, what's going on? He's like, these fucking kids are out of their mind. So my dad goes and looks out front. And you know, you can't see shit, you know, by, by then he can't see shit. And I mean, there was a shit ton of snow on the ground. I mean, we almost had a foot by this time. So, um, 
My dad's like, it's all good. Let's go to bed, blah, blah, blah. My dad didn't want to hear any of it. My dad was like, and I mean, my dad's a big guy, six foot five, 280 pounds. He was like, I don't give a fuck what the fuck he's saying. There ain't shit out there. So the next day, his friend was coming over and he got stuck coming up our driveway. We had like a 500 foot driveway. So he got stuck. So my dad comes out there in his, you know, in his dually truck and he sees all this blood out in the field. So he tells the boys, which my mom has five boys, and he says, boys, dig my friend out. I'm going to go over here and look. So he looks over there, and there's this, you know, kind of like a little pit in the, in the, kind of in the field. And there's, you know, a bunch of blood, a little bit of skin of a deer, but there's no fucking deer. So... My dad just kind of ignores it, and, uh, you know, they kind of go about their business, and they, my dad, my dad, eventually, they couldn't get him out, so my dad kind of towed his friend all the way up to the house, and my dad said, hey, Dan, come up here. What the fuck happened last night? I got to hear this. He said, Dave, I kid you not, because there was a tree at the, in, in the field that will be cut about nine foot high. He said there was something squatted down in like a in like a linebacker position. And he said I didn't he said I didn't think anything of it. He said I just saw a shadow. And he said I saw this fucking thing stand up. And I saw all the deer go stiff real quick. And he said, I'm having a cigarette. I'm not thinking anything of it. And he said, out of nowhere, he said I'm looking close and he said, now this is the part that kind of threw my mind for a loop even till today, because I don't, I don't believe in glowing red eyes, but he said, I saw glowing red eyes. And he said, this thing dropped down and started scooping itself almost like, like a gorilla. You know how gorillas run with their, with their forearms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it was like a gorilla running, but he said it was like a jaguar pounce. He said, man, it covered 150 yards in no time. He said it was like boom, 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 boom. And he said, dude, I saw the hair on its back. He said the hair on its back had to be seven inches long. He said, I saw it jumping the whole time it was chasing these deer. And he said it was like, boom, 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 boom. He said it was like it was using its front arms to propel itself forward. And he said it was just grasping the ground and just shooting itself forward. And he said, he said, I started fucking running. And he said, the next thing I know, I saw this thing curled over something. He said, I just fucking ran inside. And I was like, I'm fucking done. He he ran inside, the dog ran inside, and my dad was like, well, what the fuck did it look like? And he said, he said, it looked like, he said, it looked like, it. It's, he said, I couldn't see because it was so dark, but he said, it looked like a bear 
with grizzly arms, if if that makes sense. He said it looked like it had dog back legs, grizzly bear arms, and it ran and it had a bear head. He's he said that's the only way I can describe it. He said he said, but dude, it ran faster than a grizzly, a bear, a, a wolf. He said it was just like boom, 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 bam on the fucking on the fucking deer. That is, I'm picturing it in my head, and it's terrifying the way I'm seeing this this thing just launch itself. But it. yeah, he he kept on emphasizing. He was like, "Dude, this thing was standing up," and he said it was just so creepy how it just squatted in a millisecond, like ass to heels, and then shot. And he said it started running like a like a gorilla, you know, like it was grabbing the ground with the with its front hands and then pushing off with its back. And he said it was just going boom, 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 boom. And he said it fucking had that fucking deer. And he said, I fucking ran like a motherfucker. But he said, I could see in the shadows of the night that he said it had a fucking wolf head. It's like, it's almost like the perfect ambush predator. The way it's so powerful, but it can move so quick and just, pull itself yeah. so fast then, that's terrifying me me and that brother don't talk we haven't talked in years uh just you know family's falling out but uh i talked to him some years ago and i said dude i was like i was like i'm i'm interested i mean this is before me even probably about six seven years ago i didn't really even give a shit about this you know i was kind of burn out on the Bigfoot shows and Loch Ness Monster, but I had to ask dude, because it was something so crazy to me. I said to him, like, what the fuck did you see? And he said, it was like a bear that had fucking gorilla arms. And he was like, it, it like ran like a gorilla, but and it had gorilla arms, but he said it was like, it had a snout like a fucking wolf. And he, and he said, dude, and this guy, my brother, major bullshitter, I'll tell you, he is a major bullshitter, but he's also one of those guys that tries to make himself sound way cooler than he is. And he will try to make a story sound like it's not bullshit, but he said, dude, it had fucking glowing eyes. He said, and I mean, this is, you know, 15 years apart, he said, dude, it's fucking eyes were glowing red. And he said that hair on its back was like spike hair. He said it was like spikes out of its back. He said, dude, it was fucking crazy. I, I love it. It's, I just, yeah, I, it, in my head, it, I would think it was a werewolf too if I saw it. Oh yeah. Without, that would be the first thing that popped into my mind. And to yeah. Yeah, he 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 told me he was like and and you know I I kind of you know I hit him for detail and I was like, dude, is there any way it could? And he was like, Mike, which my brother's five foot, uh, five foot ten. I'm almost six foot, and he said, dude, because we were on a a cornfield, so there was no you know the 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 field was level. He said, dude, 
this thing's shoulders were literally even with my collarbones. He said, when this thing was standing up, he said it was a foot taller than that stump. And that stump was a tree that we cut. You know, we, we cut um, for some firewoods and it was about, you know, eight foot tall because it was about, it was about a foot and a half taller than my dad's truck that we that we towed it away with. That is so that's so the, wild. The dude, so this thing had to be about eight and a half foot tall. And you do hear from other accounts that uh, people who have seen the dogman that they that the glowing red eyes or glowing eyes, yellow eyes, green eyes are kind of a commonality in these in these accounts. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, I am, uh, I don't know what, I don't know what you would put me as, um, I guess I'm a 110% believer, but, but then I'm like a skeptic. I'm like, where, where does glowing come from? I believe in eye shine, but I'm like, where does glowing come from? That's, that's the same thing. That's the same thought process I have is I was going to ask, I was like, I wonder, because you do, you hear, especially the red eyes, you hear glowing red eyes a lot. And if there's no light shining at it, like you're saying, why, why do the eyes glow? Why? Yeah, that, yeah. that's my thing. And I was going to, I was also going to add, there was no way that there was eyes shine from our house because this is back in, um, 1999 and we had two back door lights you know one on each side of the door and i mean these are they're not led i mean they're not they're not powerful they're just lighting you know the the back door entryway so and my brother and well not not my brother but i mean just where my dad came out to see this where this happened i mean it was it was easily you know 300 feet from the back of the door and so we're like this makes a little sense i mean i mean even the deer didn't have eye shine yeah and if if the deer didn't then there'd be no reason that it would yeah yeah exactly i mean i mean and I and I'm telling you, we had deer out there, big time. I mean, w- we had a uh, we had a uh, right by right by our house. We had two giant oak trees that we cut down. One was about one was about ten feet from the house. The other one was about fifteen. We cut them down so that if there was a storm, they didn't fall in the fucking house. And they were hollowed out. And we just call them the feeder stumps. So anytime that we had leftover food, we just go out there and pour all the food. If there was my dad, my dad owned a trucking company. So, you know, sometimes, you know, with trucking companies, you had trucks that spilled over and you got thousands of pounds of, of food that were going to go to waste. So you, so you had to take it in. My dad had, you know, 10 freezers, but you know, if it's just going to go waste, my dad was like, I'll feed it to the animals. Fuck it. So, I mean, we, we had food all over that place and 
you know, we had deer. We had deer. I mean, we had 10-point buck, literally 10 feet from the house. It, it almost mean, makes you wonder if the dog man started to associate that your property with food, you know, cause you're, you're constantly bringing in all of his prey to feed there. So it, it could have been easy pickings for him. And that was another thing that you know, as an adult that I thought, because, um, we, we had, like I said, we had that giant, uh, it was a fem it was a female boar. She was 300 pounds. And, uh, there was times we, we had a dog house for right at the front door. There was times when it got cold and it wouldn't have to be that cold. You know, whenever food got a little bit scarce, she would not leave that her, her little, her little dog house. Like she had a six cents that something was after her maybe. Oh yeah, I mean, dude. I mean, it it was it was it was unreal. I mean, uh, you know, I I would have. I was an animal lover, you know. I I'd go out in the woods and, you know, I I I'd be out in the woods all the fucking time. You know, I, I'd see shit all the time, and you know, my dad would give me just big scraps of food and be like, "Yeah, go go put this in the animal pile, this and that," and we. We would have, you know, tons of feral cats come around. I'd go and feed the cats, and, you know, they'd be coming around, coming around, and then boom. The cat would show up literally every day at a certain time, and then one day, gone. Creepy. Never seen again. And, you know, and we live so far away from people. Like our closest neighbor was the highway. So it was like something's something's taking the something's taking the animals. Yeah. That's that was my first thought when you said you were feeding them. I'm like, man, you were just opening a buffet for whatever the hell this is out there. And and I'll tell you one thing out <clears throat> creepy, and I talked to my dad because at first when I when I when I first brought this to my dad, um, probably about you know four years ago, the whole Bigfoot this and that, he was the guy who was like that fucking bullshit Loch Ness monster bullshit <laughs> bullshit everything was bullshit. I mean, you couldn't tell him anything was real. And then Dogman stuff came up, and I thought. This is bullshit. I was like, a fucking werewolf, fucking bullshit. So I started listening to stuff, and I and I and I started listening because I worked for the railroad company doing you know trees and brush cutting. So you you do countless miles of uh, brush cutting in a tractor. So I'm like, okay, I'll listen to this. Finally, I got to the point where I'm like, this sounds like people are really telling some really stories some real stories. So I told my dad, I said, Hey, listen, listen to about five hours of stories and tell me if you think they're lying. And I sent him some stuff and he was like, I think there's something here. And then I told him about my, and I, and I reminded him about my brother Dan's story. And 
he listened to that. And then ever since he's been a, he's been a big believer and I was telling him, I'm like, I really think there's something here, man. And he, he's been hooked on it since, you know, I mean, you know, he, he's not hooked on all the, on all the, uh, paranormal stuff like I am. I've listened to every single one of you guys' podcasts. But uh he he more of like dog man, you know, dog man, Bigfoot, dog man, but he he's more on that. But you know, after listening to it, he he's a big time believer. And you know, whenever you start getting into this and you start looking at the uh the similarities, there's too many there to ignore. Oh, for sure. Some people, people are seeing something is what it boils down to. You know, there's something out there. And, and it's, and it's not something like, oh, it's a, it's a coyote. That's a hundred. Yeah. You know, it's 10 feet tall. (laughs) There, there's nothing, there's nothing in, there's nothing that they can say in like zoologically in America that is causing these appearances. No, like even, even a wolf coyote hybrid, it's going to make a bigger coyote, but it's not going to make, like Steve said, a 10 foot tall coyote. It's not happening. No, it's it's like you mix a tiger and a lion and you get a liger. Right. It's not going to walk on its back legs and, yeah, it doesn't change the the anatomy of the the creature. It just doesn't work that way. And yeah. the fact that, like Steve made a good point, that it just kind of like with all that feed and everything, bringing all the deer in, it just made a buffet for it. Because one of the last dogman stories we did, the guy was talking about his deer. They got clipped by the dogman, and and then you've, I mean, deer seem to be a pretty reasonable choice for a lot of like even bigfoot i've heard stories of bigfoot chasing deer yep and i feel like all all major predators are opportunists and if you've got sure you've got a spot where you have all of these prey animals congregating all the time because they know there's going to be food eventually you're they're going to know that there's also food and they're just gonna it's going to be a common stop on their path oh 100 i mean um i mean it's 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 one of those things, you know, and and a lot of it has to do with location. Like I've always lived in very rural areas. Like even though I lived in Joliet, I mean, I lived out in the middle of fucking nowhere. I mean, you could scream as loud as you wanted to, nobody's gonna hear you. I mean, I. The closest thing we were to was the highway, and you couldn't even hear the semis driving by. It's just a prime prime I, spot for a large predator to hide. And I mean, dude, the deer, it was unreal. I mean, there were so many deer. But, you know, one thing that was weird, you never heard a coyote. There was never a coyote anywhere. That is weird. Almost and, like it knew and, that it was in some, they knew that they were in somebody else's territory. And, and I'm telling you, because we had these stumps, we had these stumps full of food. And I'm not talking about like, oh, here's some, here's some bread and 
here's some that no nope, i'm talking about oh my dad had a full load of uh beef and chicken go bad oh so here's a full load of steaks and chicken and gizzards and this and that and we're, and you know and and you know or uh on thanksgiving we'd we'd have you know leftovers that were gonna go bad so we'd go out there my dad would just pour the whole pan of grease and shit everything the bones everything right right into the middle of the chicken stump we had shit tons of raccoons we even had a pet raccoon we we had raccoons possums squirrels i mean never once did you ever hear the yipe of a coyote yeah that's bizarre with all that with all the easy pickings right there, you would definitely draw them in. I mean, it would just be too easy for them to resist. But like Steve said, the fact that there's a more dominant predator in the area, they're going to stay the fuck out. Oh, yeah. And I mean, dude, the deer, there were there was ungodly amounts of deer. I mean, I mean, it was like my dad bought this land and it was it was a farmer's land. My dad was just like, well, I. I'm not a fucking farmer. I'm, 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 I, I got a trucking company. I'm a, I'm going to use like a trucking company. And he put in a bunch of gravel roads and we had, we had open land where, you know, you could see where there was corn stalks in the ground as far as I could see. And you could see deer everywhere. I mean, if you walked out two o'clock in the morning, you could walk at the back door and circle the house easily see 40 deer that i mean there was know. deer there was deer everywhere i mean we, we we even made it like a bit of a game you know we we you know sometimes uh wwe would be on late my dad would be like yeah you know stone cold's on let's get in the truck we're gonna drive out to the we're gonna drive out to the uh to the warehouse and watch wwe let's take the spotlights out and we drive out in the field. I mean, you just see deer left and right, but never. And I remember I asked my dad about this. He said there was never a coyote in sight. Yeah, that is that is strange. And it is very strange because in my dad, we we moved to uh, Minoka, you know, another very very big um, country area. I mean. Even though it's a little subdivision, it's like a little subdivision in the middle of a cornfield. Cornfield on all four sides, going out miles. You'll hear. I used to sleep with my with my window up. You'd hear coyotes all night long, yipping and yowling, hyping and all. You'd literally see coyotes running through, running through the streets, chasing rabbits. But uh, on the on this property. No, none of that. I mean, there was never, there was never a yip, nothing. That is, that is bizarre, man. That's crazy. I think that it, was another, that was another thing. I don't know if it has to do with anything, but my dad never let anybody hunt the property. I don't know if that, if that, 
was a question, but you know, we had people come on, you know, oh, you got you guys got a hundred something acres here. They're blah blah. Come on, there's my dad. That my dad had people that would offer, like, oh, come on, you guys got many ponds. It'd be great hunting. My dad would say, nope, no hunting here. My dad, my dad was a hunter. But, you know, he was also one of those people. My dad, like, really loved uh, nature. So he was like, nope, no hunting. We're not killing anything here. So, I mean, that that would even lead credence to the fact that it it literally didn't have any predators at all. Like, yeah, he, no it competition. Didn't, it didn't have to worry about getting shot by a hunter or anything. It pretty much had a safe area that it could do whatever the hell it wanted and not have to worry about anything. Oh, 100%. I mean... Even my dad, my dad was one of those guys. Uh, he didn't, he didn't bother the land. Um, he wouldn't go out in the woods. I mean, my 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 brothers would go through the woods to go fishing, but my dad had a strict policy. You throw back what you what you catch, or you're fucking eating it. And my dad would, he'd make him fucking eat it. So they, the, the, which was mainly carp. So they were throwing everything back. So, I mean, yeah, there was, there was, uh, there was no hunting. Fishing was catching let go. I mean, it was, it was a very strict, like nothing on this property dies. Makes you wonder if your dad knew something that you guys didn't. He actually, um, he actually got the property from a friend and I would know from my dad because at that time my dad didn't really care and, I, and I've known my dad since, but my dad is just one of those, my dad's one of those really country guys where nothing is sport. If you, if you take it, you eat it. If you don't, you release it just as you got it. It's respectable. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So it, but uh yeah, a, as of now, you know, my dad's really big into the LBL and but dad's like well, what everybody needs to have is a fifty caliber so they can blow this motherfucker away. <laughs> <laughs> Not even gonna fuck with it. Just no. <laughs> put her down. But, yeah. My dad is a is a hundred and ten percent believer, and we need to blow the dog man's ass away. I mean, it's reasonable enough thought, I suppose. Yeah, he's uh, it, it it's funny. My dad is the biggest animal lover you'll ever see of any kind of animal. Eat, eat, but but you know, even dog man, you know, he'll he'll hear a story of a dog man that. You know, real or fake, you never know. Some of these stories seem a little, you know, exaggerated. But he'll be like, eh, they should have let that dog man live, blah, blah. He was doing no harm. But then, on the other hand, my dad's like, they should have blown his ass away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, um, that's, that's all I got as far as... Uh, Bigfoot, you know, or, or I mean, dog man, you know, I don't have any Bigfoot. The only Bigfoot thing I had was that in the beginning about the uh, the people seeing it in the woods. 
Yeah, right on, right on. Well, we appreciate you calling in and hanging out with us tonight. Yeah, um, I mean, the only thing I can leave you with is I've had uh, one thing I've had is um, I guess you would call it a levitation experience. Well, okay. that's interesting. Yep, let's go. <laughs> so I know you guys are all up, are familiar. I've listened to your show about uh, being paralyzed. Yeah, in your sleep. So I, I've had that happen to me a few times. My first time, I was nine years old, and I lay on my stomach. My whole life, I can't, I can't sleep any other way. And I woke up one day, face down, nine years old, and I was, I mean, I was swimming, trying to, trying to. To, to get somebody's attention you know I was I was literally suffocating on the pillow but I was swimming and I could I could feel my arms flailing and I was flailing and flailing and flailing and, I, and, I'm, and I'm there and I'm and I'm, and I'm going and I'm and I mean I, I'm screaming in the pillow yeah you know I mean because I, I I'm literally suffocating and uh, the one thing that saved me was was uh, as I was screaming, the word God came out of my mouth, and boom. I, I It was like I was released. It was like I, it was like somebody jumped off me. It, it, but while I, while I couldn't breathe, it was like I had somebody with their knees in my, between my, my shoulder blades where I, I couldn't move. I, I was like swimming, like I, I was screaming, swim. And I mean, I'm not talking about like, oh, you, you have a dream where you feel like you're drowning. I was awake. I was awake. My face was in the pillow. And I know I was awake. And I mean, this was no dream, million percent. I, I could feel my arms hitting the pillows and the sheets. And I was swimming. I was screaming. And as soon as I was, as, as I said, God, boom, it was like my head just shot off that, that sheet. And I was like, <gasps> like I got that, that big gasp of air. And I was like, oh my God. Like, and, and I was nine years old and, and like, I, I talked to my, to my mom about it and, you know, my mom didn't really know much about it and, my dad, you know, my dad is one of those people where um, if he ain't heard of it, it ain't a thing. So I was like, well, I'm kind of shit out of luck here. So I was like, all right, fuck. So I didn't really have much of that happen. But as I got older, it started happening a little more. So I got a little more, you know, into my faith. You know, I, I wasn't raised religious. My mom and dad were both, you know, Christian, but uh, they always talked about it. But we never went to we, we never went to uh, church. So I, I guess you could say I kind of I kind of learned it on my own. And uh, it was one of those things where, like, I, I, I'd be there and, I, and I'd wake up and I'd just be like, my fucking eyes are open. I can feel, I can move my fingertips. You know, I think you guys 
you guys probably have similar <laughs> things. You know, you guys probably can like move like a finger, you know? Yeah, it's like you're not asleep, but you're not awake. Yeah, it's almost like it's almost like you've been drugged. And uh you're like, come on, come on, come on. It it it, it you know, it's it's a very helpless feeling. Yeah, that's that's the best way to describe it. Is that you're just you just you just can't do anything. Yeah. So um you're like, well, this is this is fucked up. So one day came and um I uh I had a really, really bad I noticed that this shit would happen if I was in a very, very negative headspace. Like if I uh like if I broke up with the girlfriend or if I uh got into a big, big fight with somebody. So one day happened, I got into a big fight with my brother, I was mad, you know, I was pretty pissed off and uh right before it happened. I was downstairs and I seen a shadow, which I have, my dad had a bird, a huge bird. So we have, you know, a bird feeder and all that. I see a shadow and I see the bird feeder come off the wall in the shadow. And then I see it fly across the room and hit the wall. And I go, what the fuck? Like I literally seen this happen. It levitated. And it flew and hit the wall. And I'm not the type that lets things bother me because I'm I'm of the belief if it ain't on earth, if it ain't living, it can't kill you. So I went and put the thing up and I went and got I went and got in bed. And I got in bed and I'm sleeping. Nothing, no bad dreams. I wake up and and I see like this dark figure, and the room's pitch black. But you know, like you see a figure blacker than the room, and I'm like, and I see it, and and I can't move, and I'm moving, I'm I'm trying to move, trying to move, trying to move, and uh, doing everything. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to blink, I'm trying to like do little things. I'm thinking. Maybe if I, maybe if I can get my fingers to move, I can pinch myself to wake myself up. Finally, I just take a deep breath. I'm like, I I pray and I and I wake myself up. So I'm thinking, okay, that's done. So so I roll over in bed, and I'm thinking nothing of it. You know, I fall asleep again. Who knows? 10, 15 minutes later, boom, same thing happens. Fall asleep, wake up. I can't move. My eyes are open. I can't see anything in front of me this time, but I know something is behind me. And I'm 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 doing everything I can to turn over. You know, you would you would probably think, why the fuck would you want to turn over and see it? I'm thinking, well, either it's gonna scare me to wake me up or at least I'm gonna fucking see it. So I'm doing everything I can to turn over and finally I wake myself up and I turn over. And boom, my pants are hovering in the air and it drops as soon as I see it. Those pants were my sweats that I took off right before I got in bed. I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know. That is, that is wild. I, I don't think, man, 
I don't even I'll know. Tell, like, I'll tell, I'll tell you one thing that has got me through everything. I uh, all I did, you know, you guys are you guys are a fan of. <clears throat> fuck this. Let's go back to sleep. I uh, I just grab my Bible and put it on the same pillow that I'm laying on, and I go right back to sleep. That that is Kyle's go-to. Go that it is. Back to sleep. That's what I do. I man, that is wild. I've never heard of like. I guess I have heard of object le- levitation, but that is it so was really fucking weird. For me, me and my brother got into a big, big fight. My my brother was not a. I wouldn't say satanic but you know metal rock you know heavy metal rock and you know me and him got into a big fight and i was like you know fuck you what the hell motherfucker and i uh, got in bed and i went upstairs took took my uh, hoodie off and i had you know a t-shirt and sweats i took my sweats off and they were literally at the bottom of the bed and whenever all this transpired and I turned those sweats that were at the bottom of the bed were hovering at my back and then they dropped at the second I seen them that is so wild that is that is first off creepy as fuck and second man that is just I don't even I don't even know you hear a lot about like these kind of experiences stemming from traumatic incidents and being in like negative headspace it almost makes you more susceptible to whatever this uh phenomenon is like a lot of people that experience it have had yeah it's almost like a psychobist kind of like it it feeds off the uh negative energy like like it knows you're like it knows you're in a vulnerable headspace and then it just yeah. works its way in and does whatever the I, fuck it wants. I, I, I feel like uh, as I'm not going to try try to sound like a know-it-all, but I feel like we all kind of we all have some kind of energy around us that um, if we're extra negative, something is going to draw to it. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. for sure. And, you know, if we're extra positive it might it might push some away it might try to draw some closer to make it negative but i feel like whenever you're negative you're you're going to bring something you're going to bring something there that's going to try to draw off that yeah you put out those vibes something's going to hear 100% yeah so it was it was one of those things where it it was like it was like, okay, I, I I know you're here. So, but yeah, I uh, I I definitely know the shit side of it. You know, I mean, I've I've been there. You know, I, I I've been I've seen the lowest sides of everything. You know, I've I've been locked up before, and um, I learned a lot inside, and I learned on the inside whenever you get out. The negative is always there and will draw you down 
if you don't have if you don't have something to bring you up you know i mean you know like uh like i said you know like you know you you have you have a bad dream and something something's bringing you down you know i put the put the bible on my bed on my uh pillow and i sleep just fine sleep like a baby bring some positivity into the scenario oh yeah i sleep i sleep with uh i sleep with my bible from jail right at the head of my bed i kid you not i could i could be going you know bad dream think nothing of it have a few more bad dreams pull that bible down don't even have to pray just put it right on right on the pillow fall right back to sleep sleep like a baby it's always a good comfort to have yeah yeah and you know i i was never the type to believe that never did never did until i uh until i went to jail yeah, I can see how that would change change your perception on things. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's uh, it's helped a lot, you know. Well, that's good to I, hear. Yeah, I mean it's it. I, I'm 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 gonna be the last. I'm gonna be the first person to say, nope. Bible doesn't fix all your problems. I'm not that guy. I'm not gonna lie and say that the fucking Bible fixes everything. Nope, you gotta fix your own shit. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. You got to fix your own shit. But I will say, um, the stuff that's out of your hands, it'll help. Yeah, I could totally see that. It, it helps you cope with what you can't control. 100%. You know, you know, you, uh, you, know you, 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 you can't sit here and say, oh, I'm having a bad day. I'm just going to. I'm just gonna fucking. I'm just gonna sit here and play cards with myself. I'm, no, you gotta get out there and do it yourself. Praying about it's not gonna help you, but uh, you know, you get out there, you you take care of yourself. You know, it works hand in hand. Right. Absolutely. So, but yeah, man, I'm big fan of the guy of your guys podcast bro we appreciate it a lot we appreciate yeah. you going in and hanging out and yeah I, I i mean you know i got i got turned on to this when i was listening to uh it was years ago listening to vic condiff's dog man and then you know i i started listening to other people's stuff and then you know i was listening to uh uh it wasn't Tony Merkel's show. It was the Bigfoot one. Oh, Sasquatch Chronicles? Sasquatch Chronicles. And then I got into the confessionals. And then I got into, you know, um, Paranormal Roundtable and all that. So, and then I was listening to you guys. And I was like, man, some guys from, you know, Illinois, they got some stuff going on. And I was like, they're going to be playing some stuff from Illinois. And I was like, man, I'm hooked. That's awesome. That's awesome yeah, to hear, dude. Plus, plus you know, I, I was a delivery driver. I mean, when I found you guys, I was a delivery driver. Right. I was in between jobs. So I was a delivery driver. So, I mean, and I delivered, you know, as far as Springfield. So I was driving, you know, 400 and 
20 miles a day. So I listen to you guys like three, four times a day. So I was listening. I listen to every podcast sometimes twice, you know? So I was like, man, yeah, they got some good shit, you know? Wow, we appreciate that, dude. We really do. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good show. It's awesome to hear. We, we're glad we can uh, keep you entertained and put out some quality shit once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I hope my uh, I hope my experience was something for you. I know I for uh, sure talked a little extra, but uh, that's okay. No problems. No problem yeah. at all, bro. Yeah, I felt like if I don't if I don't take this time to talk, I ain't gonna get another. Yeah, you never know. Like I said, we're we're trying to open the well. We're basically open anytime we're recording. People are more than welcome to always call because we'll always we'll answer. Like we have no obligation to not. So, but we're glad that. I mean, we've had you reach out the dude before you, and then there's somebody else who's tried calling tonight. So the response has been great. And it's cool. It's cool talking to people who listen to us and and people with bizarre fucking stories. It's really all. It's awesome, man. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you know, this is one of those things where you know, you know, I, I've always been you know intrigued by hearing people's stories, but I was like the last person to ever ask. Right. So you know, whenever like you know, I'd be in a you know, I, I'd travel with some guys from a railroad and, you know, I'd put on something and, you know, they put on something like Bigfoot, you know, I'd always ask them, no, man, what do you, what do you think about, what do you think about, everybody's answer was always the same. Hell yeah, I think Bigfoot's real. I go, what, what do you, what do you think about something like, like, like a werewolf? Oh, no fucking way, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just be like, listen about, three or four hours uh, of some podcasts of, you know, some legit guys, you know, fucking police officers, judges, right. Some people talking about their encounters and you, you, you tell me if you don't believe it anymore. Right. I mean, you can't tell me that you believe that something that's 10 foot tall, hairy, looks like a fucking human don't exist and you're going to tell me that there's something that looks like a wolf that don't exist right exactly exactly and i mean it's like you know you got the mothman i mean we got the fucking uh recently we got the mothman in fucking chicago yep no telling what's going to happen there i mean you got we're probably going to have a fucking other 9-11 <laughs> let's hope not <laughs> but yeah it's uh yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a good platform. Really talking to you guys, you guys are really cool. Yeah, I uh, love the platform. You guys, you know, even whenever you guys are talking about something where you don't have a guest on, or you don't have all that, you know, you're you're giving like uh, you give all the topics, you give you give all the info, you give a good lowdown. I mean, there's where I'm like, oh shit, I never heard of that. I got to look it up on my own. You know, I'm on YouTube for another hour and a half looking at it. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much how we are. You know, Steve will throw something at me, and I'll be like, fuck, I never heard about that. And then we start. Lo I start looking into it, and then it just evolves from there. Down the rabbit hole. We Down go. the rabbit hole. Yeah, dude, I got, I got a, I got a cousin that is a Freemason. I, 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 I'm, I'm picking his brain. I'm like, dude, what's up with this New World Order? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. If you find out, 
Make sure you let us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got I, I live where I live. There's literally a half mile down my street. There was a Freemasonry, um, I guess, lodge. Yeah. A picture of it today. And I sent it to my cousin. I said, have you ever been here? I'm like, what's the story? I want to, I want to know. <laughs> he, he looked at it. He didn't answer. And I, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> Boots yeah. on the ground. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I'm almost ready for an initiation just to see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you infiltrate it, make sure you live stream it for us. There you go. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's about that time. We're going to wrap it up here. Um, thanks for hanging out with us and sharing all your encounters with us. Yeah, we appreciate it, dude. It's been dope. Yeah, yeah, man. I uh, I figured, you know, I'm from Illinois. I thought it'd be good to share with you guys. I mean, I've, I've always thought, okay, I'm going to go. I'll go to Dogman. Nah, I'll go to Sasquatch. Nah, I'll go to Paranormal Roundtable, Confessionals. And I was like, these guys have got a call in line from Illinois. They're, they're gonna be they're gonna be the ones I want to go to hell yeah repping the ill side well right. yeah we're about at that time where we gotta wrap it up so thanks again Mike for hanging out and yeah, sharing all your stories brother yeah thank you guys I'm a big fan I'll definitely be listening to you guys you guys have a good one yeah right. absolutely stay safe out there my guy alright thank you have a good one yeah. later on Right.